Where are all my friends? Sam Morrison. Right here. The Dude, homies are here. <laughs> it happened. It's about time. Finally, yeah. Long I'm, overdue. I'm so hyped. Like, it's one of those things like you're here, we sit down, and instantly I just feel like I'm with like one of my best friends. Yeah, man. And we've only talked on the I know, internet. I know. Crazy. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I love moments like I'm this. excited. And bro, you've created and like just your house, your space, man. Like, I don't know. It's just certain people you can tell they have just like the spirit of hospitality on them. And like, that's like you and obviously your roommate. So it's like, I like, this feels like home and I've been here for the first time. Yes. Nice, so. That, that means so much to me. Of course, man. Cause when I moved to LA, I was like, it felt so hustle, bustle, hectic, everything. Yeah. And I, I love having a home where it's yeah. just like, you can chill just and homie. it's like a little bit more yeah. like welcome. So I love that you said yeah. that. That makes me so happy. I that's think the best I want to, I want to move out here at some point. I think I'll I'll probably make the jump to move. And I really like Pasadena. I like Pasadena oh. a lot. I'm very like suburban yep. and I want to be kind of off in the cut. But like my dream, bro, is I'd love to have a space that is like this, very homey. I'd love to invite people over and just have matchas and just kick it, you know, like that. Like I want to want to host people you know i yeah. think that's really really cool so i love that you're doing this man it's awesome dude that's so cool yeah. where, where uh that's the perfect start so where do you live now where are you from yeah. like take me back because yeah. i there's a lot that i want to learn about yeah. you i think there's a um, lot that not many people know about me yeah like, people think i live in la okay mm -hmm. yeah well, it's like, that's because you're so tapped in yeah, is I am. Why. yeah. and I'm, I'm always here it's a flight I'm, I'm here at least like once a week so i technically do live it here in a sense feels like yeah. that mm-hmm and I think the reason that I'm so excited to have you on the pod, oh, I normally do this. So I say for a listener who doesn't know who you are, yeah. a quick explanation of who you are and for what sure. you do. Yeah. And that'll I'll tag yeah. on to that okay. too. But go cool. ahead. Yeah, I um that's funny because I still am like, I'm like, who am I? It's like what, hard yeah, what what does Sam really <laughs> yeah, do? Yeah. You know? But um, yeah, long story short, I live in Phoenix, Arizona, yeah. by way of Leesburg, Virginia, which oh. is 45 minutes outside of the D.C. area. Uh -huh. And so I actually went to high school um, in D.C. I played, my father played for what was the Washington Redskins back in the day, but now the Washington Commanders. So he played for them for four years. No so I grew up in like the, the Northern Virginia area, um, super big football kid. And then I played football, middle school, high school, and then was blessed enough to get a full ride scholarship to play football at the University of Arizona. And so I left Virginia in 2015, played football for four years at U of A. I played my fifth year at San Diego State University and then moved back home with my family because my family moved to Phoenix when I was 18. So they moved and I essentially picked U of A because they were moving. I knew they were moving. Yeah. Um, I actually, I was pretty close to going to Duke. Like I was pretty, like I was verbally committed to Duke for a little bit. Like I was very excited about Duke, but then Arizona offered me and I'll, it, it's just, it's such a, my life is just so many moving parts and pieces, but my dad played football at U of A as well. Yeah. So it was like a big legacy thing. So I was like, I want to go play football where my dad played. Yeah. And so they offered me a scholarship. Um, I headed out there. Yeah. When I was 18 years old and then I've been out in Arizona for the last seven years. So. Holy crap. So like you, you could have had a whole different life. Oh yeah. Yeah. My life, I, I think, cause my mom, my mom went to U of A as well. So U of A is like a family school. Yeah. Dad went there. Mom went there. I went there. My sister worked there for a little bit. So it's like U of A is definitely in our blood. But my mom, when, when I, when I chose U of A over Duke, she broke down. She cried, man. Like she was so sad because she was like, we work so hard to give you better than us and you choose oh U of A and like you could have got a Duke. But it's just crazy because I think about that often. Yeah. But 
I wouldn't change it for anything. Like there are so many pivotal things that happened to me at U of A and afterwards to where it's like, if I was, if I went to Duke, who knows if I would have been in the music industry, like I could have been right. working some boring, you know, accounting job. Yeah. So. And like coming back to like, not a lot of people know about you or maybe all the yeah. things like I see what you're doing. Like I see early rising and that was such an inspiration to me. And mm -hmm. I like respect that so much and we'll dig Thank into you. that yeah, heavy. For sure. Obviously, I know you write for Lyrical Lemonade yeah. as well. You're a part of that. Like, yeah. You have a lot of really cool things that you're mm. doing behind the scenes in the industry. Yeah. So like when you're starting to tell me about like this whole legacy of college yeah, and football, football, I'm like, what? I lived like, a, no a, way. a completely like, different life, man. I want to hear about this leading into music yeah. because I think we'll have a great discussion in music and yeah. I love your mind and yeah. how you look at music. But like, yeah. What did that look like? So you you had this crazy college decision. Yeah, Where yeah. does music come into it? Like, did you think you'd go pro playing football? Man, like, bro, we're we're gonna hit some 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 deep points for sure. So I uh, I always like to say that my life growing up, it was honestly like a legitimate real life high school musical in the sense where I I I loved music from a young age. I loved acting and just like I loved all you know the creative things. Yeah, and. But, you know, my dad played football. His best friends are Hall of Famers and things like that. You know, my godfather. So, like, football was, like, in the family heavily. My little brother, he's actually a freshman at Notre Dame. He plays football at Notre Dame. So, no way. yeah, me and my siblings, we all got, there's five of us. We all got four rides. So, my parents haven't paid for college yet, which is nuts. So, we all, Insane. We, <laughs> which is crazy. But, yeah, man, I grew up, like, knowing I loved music. I, I tell my sister this. But um, if I ever win a Grammy for anything, if I'm ever attached to a Grammy, I'm the, the person who deserves a lot of praise is my older sister. My older sister just, because we grew up, my dad, after we finished up playing the NFL, he became a pastor. So we grew up in the church. And so like the whole relationship with like, oh, like Christian music and gospel and secular music, it was so weird. And so my mom wouldn't really let us listen to like regular, like, you know, pop music like that Funny. until I was like, probably like, I want to say 10, 11, 12-ish. My sister just started playing me like, Corinne Bailey Ray. She'd play me Natasha Bedingfield. I'd listen to Christina Aguilera. And I remember I heard this one Christina Aguilera song called You Lost Me. Mm. And I just like, I was like, this is music. I was like, this, like it, that song is like ingrained in my head as a moment I knew, okay, cool. Like, like music is powerful. And so always had like a good ear, like had a good, you know, understanding of what's good, why a song is good, why people listen to it. And that kind of carried me throughout high school. In the car, I, I was the first one to get kicked off the ox because it's like everyone wants to hear, you know, Pitbull and Tyo Cruz. And I'm, I'm aging myself right now. But yeah, Pitbull, yeah, Tyo Cruz, yeah. like Kesha, like everyone's playing these, like the, the flow riders, like everyone's playing these mainstream songs. But I was just like, man, like, let's listen to like some underground stuff. Like, well, like let, let's try to find the, the artists who are going to be that in two years. And everyone's like, nah, man, like we don't know this because people want to sing along to music when you're, you know, 14, 13, 14 years old. And so I went throughout high school and just had, you know, this ear and was just listening to music all the time as much as I could, you know, playing football and things like that. I remember my dad, I was like, dad, you know, I want to join the school play. I want to do this. And he was like, bro, if you want to get a full ride scholarship, you can't do that. Like you have to focus on football. So really like Troy Bolton, right? Like, like my dad living out my, like just, it was crazy. And so, yeah, I, I ended up following the whole football path. Cause yeah. I mean, I was good, right? I had a bunch of scholarship offers, which is a blessing. Yeah. Um, and so played football. I got to the university, university of Arizona yeah. and I tore my shoulder my junior year. Yeah. I tore my shoulder. Like I had a complete labrum tear for like you know, year was playing on it and just like I wrecked my shoulder completely. Oh, and shit. I had surgery 
And surgery is so weird, bro. Like it's is tangent, but surgery is weird in the sense where it's like it's crazy that there is technology that can like knock you out unconscious without like it's it's nuts. So like, dude, I mean, I've, I've been yeah, there too. Like, yeah. unfortunate surgery is weird. Leg and like, shit, and like it's it's weird. It's also weird being young and oh, like yeah. having like a like a fucked up injury. Oh yeah, because yeah. like we're at that age. Like we don't really yeah. take we we take for granted how normal and working our bodies are oh right? yeah, yeah exactly so then you you have an injury yeah. where it's so fucked that you need surgery yeah exactly and you're like well that's weird yeah and then the nuts. recovery and exactly the process, yeah because it just showed, like surgery just made me realize like yo sam you are not in control like you think dude, you do we are like, so like, fucking fragile. oh my goodness we're so fragile and so surgery surgery really messed me up because like I was trying to bounce back into football, had a cool career, but I made some mistakes here and there and just like wasn't really achieving what I thought I'd achieve in football. Before the surgery, I was like, okay, cool. This is my bounce back year. And so I had surgery and the doctor's like, yeah, this is a six to nine month recovery. I took 12. Like I was like, I'm making sure this, the shoulder's right. So I took 12. So it, like, it took me a year to really get back. And so that's a year of not playing football. That's a year of not being on the field. That's a year of not really working out like that. It's a year yeah. of just rehab you lose your hours yeah, in you exactly lose, like that edge. exactly so yeah. i was i would just sit in my coach's office and like cut up film and just like help them out with scouting reports and things like that and i sat there and i was like okay god i know that i love music and i know that i have a year to do nothing right like i'm not no one's counting on me to make a big play or you know make a stop in a game like i'm good and so this is when I was trying to get into business school, which I didn't get into business school at all. I got actually denied, which is funny because I now run a business, which doesn't make sense. But um, there was this business acapella club. And wait, uh, wait sorry, a business yes. acapella club? Yes, yeah, so in the business school, there was just there were these like really there was these interesting like offshoot clubs within the business school. And so as I was trying to get in, they're like, hey, like you need extracurriculars other than football, because like, you know, football's football. And so I was like, you know what? I was like, let me try acapella you sing about like excel <laughs> formulas what the fuck we were singing about the craziest junk but like but we would sing at like these business functions it's like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> we'd pull up in like suits and ties and just get it in and it's um like, it reminds me of, like andy bernard in the office that exactly, literally like that. just that literally literally <laughs> just that so i was like you know what i was like and one i was kind of just like I was just sick of always being around the football office. I was like, man, let me go to a different side of the campus and just like be around people yeah. I usually wouldn't see. And so yeah. I uh, joined the Eller is yeah Eller College of Business, the Eller Acapella Club. And I don't know how, but like I ended up being vice president of the yeah crazy. And like I can't even like I can can I sing? I can I can sing like I, I can <laughs> cer pause, cer yeah. certain songs I can sing. And so like I think. Like, cause me and my siblings, we grew up just singing and doing skits and talent shows and whatnot. Yeah. And so like, I can hold a note. So I was like, you know, like, let me do this as an extracurricular, you know, whatever. And I just fell in love. I was like, this is super cool. I was just around artists and musicians. And that's kind of how that was honestly like the first step into the music industry for me, yeah. just because like, I heard that, man, there's so many, yeah, there's, and even to backtrack a bit. I knew I wanted to be in music when I was around like 14, 15, 15, no, nah, probably like 12. I knew I wanted to be in music when I was around like 12. Um, the moment that like confirmed this for me, and I wish I would have started with this, but it's all good. The moment that confirmed it for me, I saw Justin Bieber's Never Say Never film, um, oh, the documentary. Yeah, yeah. And I was just so enamored by Scooter Braun. I was like, wait, oh. like, I was like, this man found Bieber and like developed him and blew him up and like that's his job his job is to literally like 
help an artist. I was like, that's I, like that film. Like I, I was, in, I, I was young. I remember we saw it in Pittsburgh with my mom and um, we were visiting her mom and I was just like, this is what I want to do. I was like, this is it. But I was 14 years old, but right. that was but all that the, moment where you were like, oh, here's this thing that oh, yeah. I didn't know was possible. Yeah. Had no idea. And you're like, that's crazy. Had, I was like that, like seeing like Scooter Braun take him to Usher and L.A. Reid, like seeing all that. And I was like, that is nuts that he found an artist off yeah. of YouTube. Yeah. Like like a young artist off of YouTube, and now he's one of the biggest stars in the world. I was like, I can do that. Like right. I was like, like let me do that. Like so, I was just like, like I hopped on YouTube and I was like, yo, who's the next star? Right? Oh, like it's hilarious. Wow. But that was, I think, the moment that I knew. Okay, cool. Music will be in my life at, right. in some way. I just didn't know how. Oh, I get it. Yeah. So it's like you found that at fourteen. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god. Yeah. But at the same time, you have this gift where you're great at football. You yeah. Have this full ride. Your yeah. family has done it. So it really is high school musical vibes. Yeah. Where like. You love both. I like love you're both. You're listening to music yeah. with your sister. Like mm-hmm. you're getting all, you're seeing it. You're getting yeah, exposure yeah. to it. Yeah. You're finding things on YouTube. Yeah. You're trying stuff. You're doing the acapella group. Yeah. But you are still doing like the college yeah, thing. And like exactly. you're just kind of yeah. like, I was, up I was with doing, both. I was doing what made sense, right? Yeah, I was doing yeah. what seemed to be like the, the path. Hey, you yeah. do high school, you graduate, you go play college football. I mean, yeah. that's not the path for everyone, but you go play college yeah. football, you go when to college. Family, it was the yeah, path. It, it yeah. was for all of us. That definitely was a path. But yeah, that was, I wish, yeah, sorry for the non-linear no, 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 transition. That's, uh, you actually painted it well. Like, yeah. Uh, as you explain it, it, how could you do a linear? Because yeah. both of these things are happening at mm-hmm. once. Exactly. But where I'm really interested yeah. is like, here you are, all in in music mm. so there had to have been a Crazy. moment yeah. where it was like all right like football is not it yeah. and you like fully double down like does early rising happen it around this man time? yeah like, yeah so acapella yeah so i could sing whatever but i just fell in love with just the artist side of things like i was like man this is cool so i would hang out with a lot of like producers and artists out in tucson arizona which is not a music hub at all i hope it becomes one one day but it's not right now yeah and my buddies were like, Sam, they're like, you should manage. And I was like, oh. and and at that point I was like, oh, Scooter Braun managed. And I was like, and so I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing and look, I'm grabbing on and looking back to that old passion of like, dang, like Scooter Braun, I like management has been a thing I've wanted to do. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. So I started managing like in college. I didn't know what management was. I yep. thought management was just like, I was like, I'm just going to help and see how I can serve. Yep. And so I remember I reached out to an artist in San Diego, who I found on Apple Music. And I was like, hey, bro, love the music, super cool. Like, I'm a fan. Like, anything I can do to serve you, let me know. And he hit me back and um, we chatted for a little bit. We lost contact for like a month. And then he put on his story. He was like, yo, I'm looking for a manager. And I was like, I remember I DM'd him. I was like, hey, bro, I don't know what management is. I don't know what that entails, but let me just help. Like anything I can do to serve you, yeah. bro, I got you. Respect for the honesty yeah. there. Too. Yeah, That's I was like, cool. bro, I was like, man, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I will not tell you I can do this because I don't know what that is. Well, there's right? two kinds of people though because I could oh, see yeah. like, you know, there is the DM where you're like, dude, I got <laughs> this. Like, Yeah, yeah, no, it. I was just like, bro, I don't know what I can do for you, but let me do something for you. Yeah. And he quickly became one of my really good friends and so started managing him. And, and this was 2018, yeah, 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2018. So, actually so this is not that long. Yeah, ago. it's four years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 2018, I'm 21 years old. And at that time, I was like, okay, cool. If I want to do anything for him first, I want to get him on a blog. Like I need to show him that I can mm. get him on a blog. And so God is so good in the sense that he just puts people in your life and he just like orchestrates really cool moments that yeah. end up shaping, yeah. you know, your life in a way that you wouldn't expect. I remember I go home for Christmas break. 
and I reach out to, I go through every blog I can find and I stumble and it's crazy because I'm like, I'm like, what even led me to like stopping on Lyrical Lemonade? Like what led me to that, right? Like I remember I was just in my room one night and I was just scrolling through blogs. So you didn't know it before? Not, not really, yeah, not really. Yeah. I knew like, I, I remember I was trying to write, I was trying to get some stuff um, done over at Uproxx and like different yeah. things like that. Yeah. And I, I, was, I just looked up, I was like, you know, what are some of the top blogs out there? Lyrical Lemonade, like number one, and number two. And so I go through Lyrical Lemonade's, you know, uh, writing section, their articles, and I'm just like trying to find writers on there. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, cool, like, like writer, writer, writer. And find a guy named Elliot Montanez, um, who is the editor of, he like he runs the website, Twitter, like he's, Elliot is the GOAT. Like yeah. I owe a lot to Elliot. Wow. I reached cool. out to Elliot and I was like, hey man, like I'm pretty sure I still have the DM. I wish I would have screenshot this stuff and so I could read it, but um, I still have the, D actually, let me find it. Cool. Cause this is, I think this is very important to the story. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. And so Grant, so another part of the story is that while I was managing, I reached out to a guy named Eric. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with two managers in particular, yeah. Scooter Braun and Pat Corcoran. Um, yeah. I remember in between Pat me- Pat Corcoran Chances Manager? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Obsessed. Oh my God. Obsessed, like obsessed, obsessed. We and have like not the same story <laughs> at all, but like for a minute similar. when I was like from label to like okay. figuring things out, I was managing wow. and like Pat was the fucking goat. Yeah, like, That 100%. was the person yeah. that like everything yeah. he said, I think he did a blueprint interview. Oh yeah, complex. Yeah, and him had, and Scooter like, had the complex, yeah. Notes yeah. On that shit. Oh, the complex blueprint uh, interviews were like, like, vital yes. to me oh yes. my goodness and so this was in between me reaching out to lyrical and this is when i was still managing so i was like okay cool like how do i manage and so i find pat's instagram and i was like i probably can't get to pack get to pat but i was like let me see if there's anyone in his circle i can reach out to and so i see a picture of him and this guy named eric and i was like eric seems super tight seems like he'd reach out reach back out to me and so i dm eric and i was like hey bro um, I was like, Hey man, like, I would just love advice. Like, can you just give me advice? And Eric was like one of the first people to like respond and say, Hey man, like do this, do this. And he was basically just like, man, he's like, serve, just help, like just help. And that was pivotal. And so I reached out and he actually was like, yeah, bro, get him on blogs, things like that. So I reached out to Elliot. Turns out Elliot and Eric are actually brothers. No way. Yes. Like brothers. Cause Chicago, right? So Pat, Chicago, Eric, yeah. Chicago, Elliot, Chicago, Elliot, Lyric Lemonade. Crazy. I was like, dang, like that's your brother. And so I reached out to Elliot on November 28th, 2018. This is Thanksgiving break, actually. Yeah. I said, hey, Elliot, my name is Sam Morrison. I'm a football player at the University of Arizona. On top of playing ball, I'm also an artist manager. First off, just want to let you know I'm a huge fan of your work at Lyric Lemonade. I currently manage a really dope rapper from San Diego. And I'm at this point in my career where I really want to learn from awesome people in the industry like yourself and find ways to get my guy some exposure. Wanted to see if you'd be down to hop on a phone call at some point. It would mean in the world if you could give any advice or insight to a young hustler like myself and even maybe check out my guy's stuff to see if he's lyrical lemonade worthy. Keep killing it, bro. God bless Sam Morrison, my number. And Damn, nuts, solid. bro. It, yeah. was, it was good. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a young hustler. What, like, what am I talking about? No, but like, <laughs> I like that in that, like, I, like, as I'm reading that or hearing you read that, I'm like, if I got that DM, how would I feel? How would I respond? And I'm like, mm. you're honest. Yeah. You have confidence in yourself mm. and you know you're doing your thing. Yeah. But you're not cocky. Like, that's yeah. actually, as far as like early days, yeah. DM. Like, it was cool. It was, it, it was, it's one of my, I mean, it's, it's what got me to where I'm at. Like, yeah, th yeah. this DM, this DM is what started. This DM is what started everything. This DM right here is what started everything. So I can't believe yeah. that you can point back. To yeah, that th like this that. is like the that moment that this is the moment that started every. Without this DM, there wouldn't be an early rising or a Sam at lyrical or a Sam Adelaide. Like there wouldn't be any of this at all. Like without this DM, November twenty eighth, and that's like 
God just be over here moving me around and just sending me places. But so what happened? So November 28, uh, two hours later, he hits me up. He says, what's good, bro? Thank, thanks for the kind words. I appreciate it. I'd definitely be down to hop on a call. I'm about to head to Mexico for about 10 days, but let's get on a call when I'm back. I said, let's do it, bro. Enjoy the break in Mexico. That's going to be a dope time. I appreciate you getting back to me, my man. We'll talk soon. Yeah. December 11th, right? So I'm now on Christmas break at this time. Yeah. Um, I finished up finals and I pretty I failed a bunch of finals. So I was sick to my stomach. But oh. December 11, 2018, he says, what's good, bro? You free? He, um, come, he comes to you? Yeah, yeah. He hit me, yeah, he, he hit me back. What a guy. Yeah. So 321, he hits me. He says, what's good, bro? You free? 323 uh, PM. Uh, PM. Okay. 323, I'm like, oh, yes, sir. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm chilling all day. I was like, you back from vacay? And he's like, yeah, I got back yesterday. Want to set up a call for tomorrow. I was like, let's do it. And, you know, we set up a call. He's like, noon Chicago time. I was like, that's perfect. What's your line? I sent him my number. This is December 12th. And then the next exchange we have together is me mentioning him in my story saying like, like my first article was published. And so essentially what happened was reach out to Elliot. He hits me back. We chat and I'm giving him just the spiel. I was like, bro, I played football. I love music. Like I was an acapella club. I did this Kinda and like that. You told me like pretty much everything. Short version I, I told him the short abridged version. It may have been long because we're on the phone for a long time. And I remember it, but um, I'm just expecting him to say yes to writing an article which was going to be good enough for me. I was like, if you just write an article, I'm cool with this, bro. Like I will be forever indebted. Like I will name my kids after you, like li- yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Like you know, anything, I was like, bro, like yeah. anything to get an article, which looking back, I'm like, I'm just like, dang, like it's crazy how quickly the blog space has shifted. Um, but he was like, man, that's all cool. He's like, I'm super down to write. But he was like, he's like, man, tell me more about you. Like, tell me more. And I was just, and we started talking about just more life stuff and, you know, my goals and music and just like what music means to me. And he's like, man, he's like, I can definitely write an article for you. But he was like, we actually need an extra writer. Like, do you want to write? And I'm at the, like, bro, at this point, dog, I'm like, like, it was like, I, I was in my little brother's room, just like sitting on the ground. And I was like, no way. Oh my God. I was like, this fool asked me to write for Lyric Lemonade. And at that moment, like you could hear like, like sirens in my head. I, I'm just, I'm just like losing my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, I'm pretty sure I was just like, and like me, I just never want to let anyone down. And I was like, yeah, bro. Like, what does that entail? And he was like, yeah, man, like just write this much. He's like, it's really easy. Just like write what you feel like writing. He's like, I trust your taste. Which was nuts because like he didn't know me, you know, right. he didn't know me at all. Holy fuck. Yeah, shit, nuts. And so he, he gave me a chance, like. He gave me a chance. Yeah. And it's nuts because he could have rolled over on the wrong side of the bed that morning and just been not in the mood to talk and give so like it, it's just nuts how because of someone's kindness, yep, my life has been impacted forever. Because of someone's just generosity, my life has been impacted forever. And like that's a big reason why I try and, you know, pay that back and love people. Cause it's like without Elliot's kindness, like for real, like Without Elliot's kindness, I would not be where I'm at right now. And so I started blogging. Wait. Yeah. Let's like actually, yeah, let's, you just let's, said it. Yeah. Let's take a moment <laughs> to echo yeah. exactly that. Because mm-hmm. like, maybe that's why you and I are talking right now too. Yeah. But that moment, what Elliot did for you. Nuts. Like that example needs to be set more. That needs oh, yeah. to be talked about more. That needs to be praised more. That's like, I mean, yeah. so much of my purpose with this podcast, sharing yeah. these stories, trying to help people, trying to motivate yeah. people, trying to share this knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. I hate the opposite of that. I hate I the people that are too cool. Like, 
what is that weird insecurity that doesn't pay it forward and help yeah. and like he didn't have to do that oh and that, he you, he like, did not bro you did it right you he, respectfully hit him up you, you like you didn't punish him it wasn't no, a novel no, no. yeah no it wasn't like hey put me on yeah like, yeah hey bro yeah right like you did that side right yeah, yeah. but like god people like that yeah it, it's it's crazy that people in life have the chance to be that for yeah. people yeah or to be the opposite of that to become yeah. this accidental villain mm -hmm. for being too cool for someone and like yeah i love that you told that story yeah. and you shared it that in detail yeah it's and special I, just, I hope that anybody that listens to this special realizes like you don't know when you can be that person to you've, someone you've else no idea like you, you, I, he no probably idea. now knows as the homie, oh yeah like, man I, I, I let him know all the, i'm like bro i let him know all the time like bro you helped me so much and he's like i'm still i still write for the team like i'll yeah. never uh, like as long as lyrical's around like i will never turn my back on lyrical yeah. like that is that's family. Like, that's, that's fam. Everything. Without yeah. them, there is no me. And so it's like, I'll never sit here. Like that's, it, it's just, and I, and I, I give people grace because I mean, there have been times where I've, you know, been in ruts where I haven't wanted to talk to anybody, but I think anytime that I not necessarily turn the cold shoulder, just like think, I, I, I think you just forget, you, you know, get, like you forget, you get busy. Yeah. Like, it, and it, I, I think that I feel like a weird guilt when yeah. I do get a little too busy 100%. because like, I always want to be that person. Yeah, 100%. I always want to be the person that gives people yeah. the time of day. And I think there has to be an understanding and an empathy on both sides. Definitely, like, 100%. If you don't get the DM back, don't take it personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you sent it well and you respect the person you genuinely want to connect, yeah. send it again. Yeah. And don't think that it's just that yeah. they're too big or too yeah. cool for you. Maybe they're busy. Yeah. And then if you're the one that is busy, yeah. take that extra second to double check those DMs yeah. and give somebody five, 10, an hour. Exactly, like, yeah. Because here you are with a career and yeah. like something, a dream came true yeah. for exactly. that. Like, hundred percent. That is everything. Yeah. It's cool. Like, and, and, and what I've realized is like the one thing that's kind of freed me from, I think expectations of just people and like being let down, which is something that I'm like, I'm actively learning about that more right now is just like, as much as we'd like to think they do, people don't really owe us anything, which yeah. is honestly what makes those random acts of kindness so much better because it's like, that's, we, yeah. you know, yeah. like I think that's because when you understand like, Hey, like this person has their own life, their own right. career, their own jobs, like they don't owe me a thing, but they're still giving me the time of day. Like that's special, right? That's really the right cool. attitude. Yeah. That's when you're the person reaching out, mm -hmm. it's that. Yeah. Is that nobody owes you anything. Yeah. But when you do get that time of day, exactly. how special that yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's, it was, I'll always go on record just saying like Eric and Elliot were two guys who just gave me a chance and it changed my life. Like, and shout out them, shout out the Lord for just placing me in really cool situations yeah. and i don't i didn't deserve it you know yeah. i was just failed some finals like i should have been punished no, for fa failing accounting twice <laughs> also i hope you do give yourself credit because even the way like as you were explaining that like though it seems simple yeah your reverse engineering being like i found an artist like okay so you found an artist not yeah. everybody would do that you yeah. saw a documentary that inspired you to yeah. find an artist you found an artist yeah then you offered to help yeah completely like yeah. not in a selfish way it sounds but just in a way i want to be involved i don't yeah. know what it takes to be a manager let me help yeah you start thinking about blogs yeah then you do your research and find blogs yeah you then find lyrical lemonade yeah. right so like all of these things that you did casually yeah take a certain amount of in like a, a good personal internal compass mm, of yeah. like yeah yeah discovery yeah, definitely. and doing the right steps yeah so i hope you give yourself credit for that because yeah. there are a lot of lessons definitely. in there definitely and then met with yeah, like definitely 
the yeah. higher power and like yeah. the, all of the universe exactly. aligning. 100%. But it's just like that. Yeah. I love that you shared that moment because that's so important for me it to is. hear and share in this podcast yeah. because like, oh my God, here you are with a career because of that. It's cool. It's just, it's Amazing. a blessing, man. Like it's, it's, it's a blessing. And so, yeah, from there, man, like I just, just kind of ran with it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was having fun. Yeah. Right. When Elliot said, bro, write whatever you want to write. It was cool. Cause I was like, dang, like I now get to showcase my taste. Mm-hmm. Like this, the same homies in high school who were saying, get off the ox. Like we're now reading my articles. Right. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. is cool. And so I, like, I remember vividly just like some of the first artists that I like found and like reached out to, like I've, I've DMS, which it's the coolest thing because I mean, she's, and she still follows me, which I'm super excited about. Uh, an early homie, you know, and this stuff was Remy Wolf. Like I reached out to her in like 2018, 2019. I have this, I have the DM from her as well. And um, I was just like, same, let me find it. Yeah. <laughs> me, Dude, I actually, I love it. that you're doing that too, because it makes it like, it brings me there. It makes it yeah. that much more real. It brings it makes you there. It, it makes it feel that much more possible. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. And like, it's like, oh fuck, no, like legit, everybody has Instagram. It's everybody so cool. can do that. This was February February 20th, 2019. I said, what's up, Remy? My name is Sam Morrison. I write for Lyric Lemonade. I really love your song, Guy. I would love to put an article together and throw it on our page. Let me, let me know if you'd be down. Hey, that'd be awesome. Let me know if you need anything from me. And she sends me her bio like super early, right? And like, yeah. that was just cool. Cause like to, I wrote an article for her. I think that was the first time Lyrical had ever covered her. She had one song out, I'm pretty sure. I think it was yeah. just Guy. Yeah. And just to blink and see what she's done over like the span of three years. Like, I'm just like, I'm so like, I don't care if I ever talk to you again. Like, I'm just great for that moment. Like yep. that is such a cool moment. And yep. so- um, I just began tastemaking. I just began reaching out to artists, finding artists and yeah. was writing about some really cool people to the point where I was like, man, like I, I, so I've written about, and it's funny because like my peak of writing, not my peak, but I finished up football. I finished up school at U of A and I got the Lyric Lemonade gig in 2018, December. I graduated from U of A in May of 2019. I then really wanted to just finish school and like move to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad was just like, bro, he was like, one, you still have one more year left of eligibility. Like go see if you can play somewhere else and kind of delay adulthood since you're trying to figure out your life. And I was like, no, I want to move to LA. He's like, yeah, you can yeah. move to LA, but like, how are you going to survive? And I was like, I don't know. And so I ended up playing football for my last year, my fifth year. So I went to grad school at San Diego oh. state. So I have my master's, which is Whoa, nuts. Cool, yeah. Respect. So, yeah. So I've, that's, it's funny because I uh, college comes up a lot on the yeah. podcast. Like all of us young yeah. professionals kind yeah. of finding that path. Some people like yeah. full dropout. Yeah. Other people go through it. Yeah. And I'm kind of team like, I don't think college is yeah. a good idea if you don't know what you're doing and you're putting I yourself agree. in debt. I agree. That I agree. That sucks because now 1, you're, you're getting out of college with I agree. debt, yep. with skills that are like in a vacuum, good, oh, yeah. but they don't always apply to real life. But yeah. if you got that shit paid for, oh, yeah, then easy. you can be doing oh, yeah. like, you in you integrated both. Yeah, you did easy. that yeah. work. Yeah, like, yeah. like yo, yeah. If, if I'll tell you this, my kids. I talk about my kids a lot. I don't have kids. I don't have even have, have enough girlfriend. Yeah. But like my kids, unless they get a full ride or they know exactly what they want to do, like yeah. a med school or whatever, it's like we can figure something out. Right. You know, it's like you can stay at home. You can begin working. You can, you know, yeah. we'll we'll get you trapped. Like we'll do something that's actually because like, like college is cool. I think the one thing for me, I don't like the narrative that everyone bashes on college, but like some of the, it's very easy sometimes to tell people who like went to college and excelled. Like I think college just, the one thing that I know about college, college taught me so much about people, but also deadlines. 
Like mm. college taught me so much as far as like, yo, you got a paper due at midnight. It's seven. You had football practice. You got like, what, how are you going to make this happen? Right? Like, how are you going to prioritize your, like college is really, it's a lot of people's schools, but also just like learning how to multitask, learning how to communicate with professors and turn things in and like college is like college is good for people skills now am i going to sit and say that you got to pay 30 grand a year to get people skills no but i do think i do think there is some benefit in college and i learned a lot and i'm very grateful for it but at the same time it's like there's so many cool ways to learn and yeah. like you said like debt is a real thing there's a lot of people who cannot live their lives well because they put themselves in debt yeah. and it's hard so yeah so college yeah. all that and so yeah i um i Went to grad school and from 2018 to like 2020, I just grinded. I was like, I'm going to find really cool artists and I'm going to make it a point to connect with every single artist, yep. you know, because I want relationships. Right. Yep. And so to this day, I've written around like 800 articles Holy. and I'm, I'm pretty sure I've connected person with every single artist I've ever written about. Oh, every, wow. every artist I've written about, I'm pretty sure give or take like maybe 10 to 20 here and there, but every artist I've written about, like I'm either friends with, I know, like I've, I know them, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I I just I just slowly became the person that everyone went to because they're like, yo, Sam writes great articles and he's just down to serve. So I was like, man, any way I can serve you, I got you. And so I was just serving, serving, serving. And like people were just like, yo, Sam Morrison is a great writer. He's super cool. Like he's awesome. He takes the time to talk to you and blah, blah. And so I just spent two years like in grad school, right? Just writing. Like I would literally be writing articles in the locker room before practice, like after wow. a game, writing articles, like, and like I was still managing. And so yeah. it was cool that I went to San Diego state because that allowed me to drive up to LA on the weekends yeah, and be yeah. up there and just be around people and learn, um, you know, go to different labels, learn from them, talk to them and just meet the people I was writing articles for. Yeah. And so for about two years, man, I just put my head down and I was like, you know what, I, if, if Elliot gave me a chance, I'm going to try as hard as I can to make this blog as great as I can. And those articles were for Lyrical. Yeah, for Lyrical. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And so all free, like Lyrical, we don't charge anything. That's the one thing I love about them. They're just like, yo, we don't charge for articles. Like yeah. it's out of the kindness of our hearts. And so I have so many I, questions right there. Yeah. A bunch. Okay. 800 articles. A bunch. Yeah. That's nuts. I think right? it's like seven. Uh, around. Yeah. Like, around whatever. Yeah, uh, 750. Uh, several, yeah. several hundred. Many. Okay. You still right now talking to you, you have this very humble excitement. Like you genuinely love music. Yeah. It's there. It's, it's the still best. there. You're yeah, not yeah, yeah, jaded. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of artists. I know. And being so aware of Elliot putting you on and like kind of like this, like paying it forward. Yeah. Did you ever at any point get jaded or too cool? For or sure. Like, how do you For keep sure. that spark? How do you, as a writer, give a shit 700 sure. times? Yeah, it's it's hard, man. And I, I don't, I, I wouldn't say I've made enemies, but I've definitely made mistakes. I've, yeah, I, like I look back, on all of it. And there are things I wish I would have done better, mm. different relationships I wish I would have stewarded well, you know, favors I wish I would have followed through on. It was a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think early on, so it was a lot of learning. Er, 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 yeah. So much learning. Yeah. And like I look back and, you know, I'm just like, man, like I wish I wouldn't have done that and this and this. But early on, it was really about just me finding music and just like scrolling through Spotify and SoundCloud and just writing. Yeah. But then the moment someone finds out you're a writer, PR email, that publicist. And that. I'm just like, and I, I love publicists. Like I, I love them. They're great. They help me do my job. But when you're just getting so many pitches every single day and so many ideas for articles and just things that you may not be passionate about, like yes. it, it definitely, it, it, it clouds your judgment a bit. Cause it's like, I can also use this to benefit my career, but that might not be ethically what I'm ethically, what I'm called to do. And so when you're getting all of that, when, when you get all of that 
input. It's so yes. hard to pick what you output. That was and like so my question. yeah, it, it's so the eight hundred. There probably definitely are articles in there that I kind of felt obligated to write. Sure. You know, because yeah. someone reached out and was trying to be kind, or you know, someone was important. So I was like, you know, yeah, like I trust them, so I'll write this article for them. And definitely, bro, like definitely got jaded for sure. Like definitely got to a point where I was missing out on writing about some really awesome things in the way I wanted to write it just because I felt obligated to write, you know, because someone pitched it to me. Yeah. Would you ever have like articles you had to write on behalf of the team? Like the team would come to you and say, hey, we have to cover this. Artist. No, never. Okay. Yeah. And that, that's what I love about them. Like it was really just like, you know, you, you, you write it, your yeah. write at your own pace, which was cool. But, but it yeah, like, sounds like you had like the thing that you light up on was mm-hmm. not the pitches, but your own discovery. Yeah. Like, I, I, when you yeah. would do the homework. I, I loved it. Yo, this is exciting. I loved it. And yeah. it, it was also just the balance. Like I, I just loved finding stuff myself. It just yeah. made it so much because I, I could articulate how that song made me feel, sure, right? Yeah. Instead of someone saying, hey, you should feel this way. Hey, yeah. this artist blends alt RB and jazz fusion. I'm just like, okay, like I didn't it, get it. As far as the pitch. As, as the pitches, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so. Because my other question in that, yeah. like I, when, I, when I do this podcast, I, I try so hard. Like so many things are happening in my mind at yeah. the same time. Like, yeah. I'm locked into your story, <laughs> but then I'm also always trying to act as the proxy listener yeah, yeah, that's yeah, sitting yeah. right there that wishes they could ask the question. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the question that I would imagine somebody listening yeah. to this right there is like, okay, sick, but like I have the perfect project for Lyrical mm-hmm. Lemonade. How do I pitch this to Sam and not have him yeah. be jaded? How do, or how, how do yeah. I have him care? So like, and, what is the perfect pitch? Like, so, how could somebody do that right if you're not yeah. discovering So it? I'm going to... I'm going to detail the perfect, perfect ideal pitch that please, I want at please. some point, but then I'll detail the second best perfect pitch, which will probably be the, the perfect <laughs> pitch. Realistic. Like I said, everything is the same these days. Everything yeah. is the same. And it was funny. I actually was at the label yesterday. I played some music for some of my bosses of what I'm working on. Yeah. And the energy of just being in a room and playing music was so special where oh, I was wow. like, hey, like here's this. like, oh, wow. And they, you just sense the excitement. Yeah. In a perfect world, bro, when I move out here and a manager or a publicist, now I might not be this. This might not catch on as fast as I want. They might just be like, screw Sam. But I'm gonna tell people if you want me to hear a song, come to my house. Let me make you a matcha. Let's sit down on a really cool couch like this. Let's get some speakers and like let's walk through it. And like that is what will get me excited. That's like the that because like even if because when you're alone and you're, you just have your janky AirPods, right? Like yep. there's no context, right? It's like, yep. okay, cool. Let me press play on this demo, this Google drive. Okay, cool. But like when you're with someone, you can like feel their energy and like yeah. really understand like, okay, cool. This is what the intention is behind this song. Yep. I think that makes such a big difference. And so my deal pitch, my deal future pitch is yeah. me just inviting people over and just kind of doing what you're doing, but just hang out, listen to music and, and vibe. But then I, exactly. But then like I learning the people just as exactly, much as the song. Exactly. Yeah. And, but then that. that's beautiful. It's really cool. And so, but then so I then think the more realistic, the more realistic is let's for real find a time to just talk on the phone. I tell people all the time, I'm much more inclined to serve you if I know you yeah. like, and which is crazy because it's like, you want to serve people selflessly without knowing them. But it's like, if I know you, if I hear your voice, if we make a connection, if I know that you're not just this robot, yeah. I'll probably help you out. So I think for anyone who's like, and it's, it's hard, but then even like less than that, like just send me an email, you know, with a cool tagline, you know, a cool subject line, you know, like when I, got my A&R consultancy, which is, you know, down we'll the line, get we'll I'm get to really that. But yeah, I, I DM Johnny and I sent him a, a, a DM and I was like, I sent him an email and the subject line was proof that I deserve to be 
not deserve. I think it was proof that I can be an A&R consultant. He oh was like, God. yo, nuts. So it's like, <laughs> send me, send me an email with the dope subject line and just, just tell me why you love the song. Tell yeah. me, tell me why you love it and why I should care about it. And so I think those are like the three ideal situations, but yeah, first, you know, send me an email, you know, be passionate about it. Second, if you can get a hold of me, call me and let's just talk for 10 minutes. And so I can feel your passion. Then three, you know, when I move out here, come over for matcha. So kind of what I'm hearing in all of those is like the more human, it the more is, human, the more yeah, like yeah. authentic, real personal Definitely. connection, yeah. the better. Definitely. So as somebody, and it doesn't have to be lyrical eliminated, doesn't yeah. have to be early rising, doesn't have to be anything with you specifically. I think yeah. this would probably apply to a lot of things. Everything. Like when you are pitching and when you're kind of making that reach out for somebody mm -hmm. or something that could give you a step up. Yeah. How can you challenge yourself to make it human? How mm. can you keep it real to the level yeah, where it's 100%. not just the copy paste? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's the thing. It's and I and I think when you do that, it because you just I'm human. Yeah. So it's like what like I'm human. Like you may look at me and I'm no, I'm not big at all. Like I haven't done anything yet, but I'm human. Like right. remember that the people you're reaching out to are still very human as yeah. well, right? Yeah, and so it's like, like don't idolize yeah don't inflate this they, view, right? Yeah. It's like bro, like I literally live at home and I forget to clean up my room. My mom yells at me. It's like, I'm just like you, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, don't yeah. like, I, so like keep it human, you know? So I think that's the, that's the awesome. best advice I can Thank give to somebody. Yeah. I didn't want to derail too hard. Yeah, on no, yeah. Story, that's awesome. Like, I always try to think yeah. about those things. Keep and it it's human. It's so yeah. wonderful to have you here and so yeah. valuable to hear that. So 100%. when experts can speak to those things, I'm always yeah. just like, oh my God. Please. Yeah. Okay. So you fucking grind two yeah. years grinding, writing, yeah. writing, writing, 18 to 20. Discovery, yeah. Putting in the work. Yeah. And still doing things with Lyrical Lemonade. Yeah. The question in my head mm -hmm. is, I obviously know that early rising is a thing. <laughs> yeah. And that I respect quite a lot. It's a thing. Thank you, bro. And I also feel like you mentioned a little bit of a man named Johnny. So I feel like man. there's still some bits uh, of your there's, story there's here. So, so yeah, there's, there's many Pick bits of the story. So yeah, so <sighs> I was grinding, grinding, grinding. I respect, and I'm actually going to DM Cole at some point, um, but I... Cause yeah, he reached out to me a while back. And he's like, bro, like I appreciate you for everything you do. Like I was like, dang, Cole, cool. I was like, Cole Bennett followed me. I was like, that's crazy. Like, wow, that's actually though. So like, even writing for lyrical, it's not like instantly. It's yeah, like, no, here's no, the members oh, only no, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. It, it took it took me some time to 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 get integrated with the squad, but slow, slowly and surely, all the guys, you know, from from Jake to Sal to Wyatt, like all those guys kind of began just like reaching out and just like connecting like, hey, Sam, like we appreciate you. You're killing it, blah, blah. Cause they've been, it, it sucks. Cause like if I lived in Chicago, like cause they, they've been just like, Sam, we want to get you out here to do more like in-person stuff, whatnot, but I've lived in Arizona. Yeah, like Cole DM me and he was just like, bro, I appreciate you. And like, I, you know, obviously like Elliot's the goat, but it's like Cole built this, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it, it, like it is, we are witnessing with Cole a generational figure yeah. for real. Yeah. I think we yeah. don't, I think we take that for granted in the sense where it's like, you know, he is a generational figure, someone who I'll be able to tell my kids like, yeah, like I knew him, like he did this, like that's, we don't see that often, right? Like we yeah. don't like, we, we talk about the end, like we don't see just people doing honest and like great things. And so I, I just, I respect him so much and i just appreciate him for like allowing me to be a part to even just rep the lyric lemonade name right yeah. like something he built he's allowing me to like pretty much be an ambassador for his company in a sense yeah. by the articles i write by the way i talk about lyrical lyrical's awesome like just the way he set up the business the the culture like those guys are just so cool i'm like this is awesome but at the same time i don't think that cole started lyric lemonade for nobody for 
for no one to come behind him and be a trailblazer too. Like, I really think that like Cole did something that has inspired others. And it's like, I feel like it would be a disservice to him if I didn't take what I learned or like take what I took, what I observed and like yeah. tried to build something great too. Right. Cause it's like, you know, greatness inspires greatness. And so yeah. I just think it would have been a shame if I would have just like, you know, wrote on his coattail and just, Oh, Colbert, Colbert. it's like, he, like he put in the work so he can inspire others to yep. do the same. Right. Yep. Like I think that like I, his story yeah. is a small town kid who picked up a camera, you know, went to DePaul, like dropped, like, it, like, that's meant to inspire people like him to do the same exact thing. And so I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to do my own thing. But I was like, no, like I'm going to stay here. I'm going to pay my dues and be with this team. But like, also I'm going to do something like different. I'm going to I, like, I want something that is under my name. Like I yeah. want, I want to do something cool. Right. Yeah. I, I, it's, I love that. And yeah. I can't help, but as you're saying that, think about the podcast because yeah. I had like my biggest podcast inspiration was called short story long fire by this dude, Chris Paff or drama. Yeah. And a lot of my early episodes, almost now I'm like, that's like two copy paste of that. But you can kind of feel like, oh, well, there's this already, this thing, Lyrical Lemonade, like, why should I do my own? It's already huge. I have this association or whatever. But I think everybody, I encourage everybody to try their own thing or do their own thing. Because everyone is going to have their own voice. Everyone's going to have their own unique perspective. So even if you took the inspiration and had no originality and straight tried to copy and paste it, it would still come out different because (laughs) everyone is different. Now, do I think that's the formula? No, make your own thing. I love that you did that. And I think you're right. And I think that anyone with like, proper self-confidence yeah. and that wants to see people win would yeah. agree that that and, is the lesson to take from it. It is. And it's cool because even as I sit and think about that, man, it's like my dad always tell, tells me, he's like leaders birth other leaders. Like, like leaders. He's like, if you're a leader, you create other leaders. And it's like, Cole is a leader and he creates other leaders. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm just like a great leader, but it's like- It's your inspiration. It's my inspiration, it's like, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's just so cool to be able to- yeah, it, it, it's. I think that's the coolest thing. And I love inspiration, man. Like, it's just super cool. And so I, I got to a point and that's half the inspiration, but I just got to a point because like we, I write about bigger artists and things like that. But I was like, man, I really want to be, I was like, I really want to create something because like so many smaller artists, you know, like can't get on lyrical and things like that. And I was like, you know, like I want to, and it's not that they can, it's just like, there's so many artists, right? It's like, there's so many, there's well, so it's, many. It's huge. I it's, mean, yeah, it it's, the it's number a, one blog when yeah, you Google it, exactly. it's only growing. It's only so grown. It's like you can only put yeah, so many people exactly. on. And yeah. so it's like, I was like, man, like, I was like, I, I want to write about these like middle artists and middle tier artists and bigger artists and things like that. And get, But I was like, there also is just this really small demographic of just artists who like, even before they hit, they just need help, right? And yeah. so I was like, I remember, and- this was inspired because I was working with an artist, one of the most talented artists that I've ever worked with. Like he, this, this kid, Charlie Powers, to this day, he is one of the most talented people I've ever been around. Like you talk about a God-given talent, like Charlie was sick. And so I was managing Charlie. Charlie was a friend of the artist I managed first, um, who, you know, was writing for in Lyric Lemonade. And I remember me and Charlie put out a song together in... I want to say it was, when did we put it out together? We put a song out together. I forgot when it was, but I just remember being so sad that I couldn't get him on. Cause I wrote for lyrical, but I was like, man, I want to get him on different things. I want to get him on these, this playlist. And I, I just remember, I was like, man, like I was so sad that I couldn't get him on different blogs and playlists 
And I was like, man, this sucks. I was like, yeah. this kid is good, yeah, but no one's hearing him. yeah. And so my dad was like, hey, bro, he's like, if no one's going to do it for you, you got to do it yourself. And I like, my dad is just the goat. Like my dad is the goat. I like both him, my mom, Dude. like they're just so, they, they just give me the best words of wisdom. And Shout so, yeah, listen, my parents are phenomenal. Like I hope I can be the parents that they were for me, That's but so um, cool. it's cool. And so remember I was in grad school, finishing up my Homeland Security master's degree, which is so <laughs> random. Um, I was with my girlfriend. It's cool because like with my ex-girlfriend, but I have much love for her mm. um, because she was like there. Like she, she was the one who was like, Sam, like you should definitely start something. Like you should start, like she was so supportive and cool. Um, now I'm over here simping about my ex. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, <laughs> um, I just remember I was laying in my bed one night and I was texting her, it was like three in the morning. And I was like, I want to create a place where it's solely dedicated to like early, early artists. Like I'm talking like a thousand monthly listeners or like under, under 200,000 monthly listeners, like early artists. Right. Cause I was like, I was like, I'm tired of working with artists who are so good, who are so great, who just like, don't have the means of getting to that next level. And, And like, I told myself, I was like, I'm, so it was, it was kind of like, it was an, it was an inspiring moment, but it was also like a vendetta because I was like, yeah. I'm never going to allow Charlie's music to not be heard again. So I was like, I was like, I'm gonna create a place where I can put it on and like it can actually like, you know, you know, push the needle. Fuck that. And cool. I uh was just in my room, like text my girl Max girlfriend, and I'm going through Instagram. I'm trying to figure out like tight like names, names Instagram so handles. And I was like, early, early, early. Okay, rise, okay, right, okay early risers oh no let's take it and i was like crap i was like early rising and the handle was open well it wasn't open we got the handle but early dot rising was open and like the ip was there the ip yeah exactly there there wasn't the the only thing the only thing that type that popped up when you typed in early rising was um 10 healthy habits to wake up earlier and just junk like that so i was like oh we're in there done and so i was like man like i want to create a place where I can one attract all of my early industry homies who are trying to find good music, but then also like putting these artists on the radars of them. So like making this really good community where it's like it's all about if you're an early riser, if you're a hardworking person, if you love finding music, if you're an A and R manager, like you follow this because we're gonna like really just like flood this thing with like great music. And so it started off as just a playlist. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a playlist every Sunday. That's gonna be the next Music Friday. Um, really cool. And so I remember I reached out to, there are these two girls who reached out to me um, just to connect. And I thought they were really cool. And this was like around the time I had the idea for it. And they both sent me, sent me music for lyrical stuff. But I was like, hey, like, do you guys want to help me curate a weekly playlist? And they were just like, yeah, like for sure. And like one of the girls, bless her heart, her name's Corinne Dolan. She's like, it's just cool. I always tell this story. Like anytime I'm on a platform and I have a chance to show Corinne love, Corinne told me, she was like, Sam, like my goal is to be a major label A&R one day. Like I really, she was working a job back, back then that she was like, yeah, I want to, you know, do this one day and I want to do A&R stuff. And like Corinne single-handedly like built the taste of early rising. Like she, like she, when I tell like, I'll never, when it comes to finding music, when I'm in my room, locked in my room, I have a matcha, I am on Spotify like there's no one better. Like I'm in my bag. Have to, like I, but 
she's better than me. <laughs> like she's wow. she's good. She's she's very very good at what she does. And like I'd be like, girl, how are you finding this stuff? And she would just find really cool stuff. And like a lot of the stuff that she predicted like has popped off. It's nuts. Like Do- Dochi, it, Corinne was on that junk. So like uh, who Do- Dochi? Yeah. So Dochi is oh. with TD. So like nuts. So Do- she was on that. And so I thought you said Joji. Yeah, no, like, yeah, no, 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 Do- Dochi. And I think I think Dochi's with forgot who she's with. But um, yeah. So she was on that early everyone's like yo what is this but like it popped off like corinne is the goat and she ended up like leveraging early rising like helping us grow but then now she's an AR virgin which is like it's just she nuts it. and like she did it and so like that's like that's the coolest thing is i was like man like early rising served its purpose like it it, it connected out to somebody and so i reached out to those two girls and we just started curating a weekly playlist and just like putting artists on it started just as a playlist we had like 10 followers for the longest time and started as a playlist and people were just like, yo, this is sick. Like y'all should do more. So we then obviously started being active on Instagram page and things like that, posting like weekly things. And then we started inviting industry people to like curate for us. And then we started doing like advice call. We just started doing so much stuff. And like, it just, it took on like, just it took on, what's the phrase? It took on a world of its own or whatever it is. It, it just it just took on something so special that I wasn't really expecting. Can I make an assumption about yes. that? Talk to me. I feel like as you're explaining that though, none of that was contrived. I feel mm. like you were just doing the things that logically made sense. Oh yeah. Now. Yeah. Cause like everyone, like I told cause my, another nugget for my mom. She was like, Sam, people are more, <laughs> my mom, they're just wise. They're like, people are more, um, yeah, they're just like, people will be more susceptible to listening to you, helping you, you know, like talking to you. If you just serve them, yeah. she's like, like serving is yeah. the key. And I was just like, like, any meeting we would have with Early Rising, like with my team, I was like, y'all, this is a blog where we're going to serve the heck out of people. Like if 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 we can't say this is how it's going to serve X, Y, Z, we shouldn't do it. Like That's your mission who, statement. Yeah. Like, yeah. W- like we are here. Like our little mission thing in our bio is home to the Early Risers. But it really, it started off like our thing was like here to serve. Like yeah. our thing is just selfless service. Like I'm, I'm just marked by it's the life of Jesus and just how he like served people so well. Yep. And I'm just like, I just want to serve. Like, I just want to serve people without expecting anything back. And so really our whole ethos and our goal in the beginning was, Hey, like, how can we just serve the artists that we really, really care about? And it just grew, man. Like it just grew quickly. And obviously like I'm, I'm, we're nowhere where I want us to be. I want us to be bigger and, you know, more impactful, but like, it's it's been blessed because I think of that like heart of of service and it's just cool seeing, you know, what has transpired since in the last, you know, two years. It's like to have yeah. nineteen thousand people follow an account. You know, that's not a million, but nineteen thousand is a lot think of think about that it, yeah. many people in a room. It's a lot of people, yeah. right? Who 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 trust us and say, Hey, like Sam, we trust your taste. And so that's essentially like how early rising was birthed. And to go back to my story about Charlie, I told Charlie, I was like, Charlie, I was like, give me a year. I'm going to build this up and it's going to look a lot different and <laughs> started making friends. You know, I met great people at the Spotify, you know, at, at the Apple, just at different DSPs. And I met people at, you know, cool blogs and I was running a really cool blog myself. And so you mix all of that together and you just like watch the way God works and Charlie dropped and we don't work together anymore. Just He got married. Like Charlie's doing his thing. He's great. But I was like, bro, like we're gonna put out a song together and like we're gonna we're gonna check off all the boxes. Like we're gonna make the editorials, we're gonna do this and that. And clearly there's more to it to, you know, achieve long-term success. But 
we did it. You know, like I, I, uh, like I, <laughs> I told him, I was like, bro, like I'm never going to allow your music to go unheard ever again. And so we connected with the right people. We made the right plays and, you know, he made his, his playlist and, you know, one of his highest streaming songs now is the one that we put out together and he, you know, opened for a couple artists and it was just cool to see, it was just cool to see the vision. And I was like, bro, like I'm going to use this platform to elevate you in some way. And it worked, you know, and, and that's like, that's it. Like, I was like, if I can just serve and just help people what? get one step closer to what they, you know, need to get to, like, that's, it's just cool, man. It's, 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 it's really, really cool. So what a great lesson. Yeah. Like, wow. Like yeah. that's, and again, like, this is one of those things where if we stop and dissect that, it's like, as you explain it, it feels so simple. And I'm like, yeah, yeah of course, of yeah. course that makes sense. But again, for the person that maybe feels a little bit stuck or that like, like they think about starting their own. Yeah. It's like you could see it now and it could almost be intimidating. Yeah. It's like, God, it looks so polished. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, no. They're so good at finding all no. this, all of it's there. Yeah. But it's like it it really was just you serving. It really was you just being like, cool, <laughs> let me find the people that are passionate yeah. about finding music. Let me be passionate about yeah. finding music. Let me put it out. Yeah. And the rest kind of came together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like, bro, we to this day, bro, like I, you literally just saw me post something on Early Rising. I'm literally at your house. Hey, bro, what's the Wi-Fi? Like we yeah. are so, we're not, and we're the we i run a really like i have a great team my yeah. team is awesome we run a tight ship like yeah. we're on we're on top of things more than most How yeah like uh so i in 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 the spirit of trying to give back like yeah. we talked about you know i i've been not employed but i have a bunch of writers we have like 15 writers who just write on the blog Amazing. you know just for fun and wow. I, i'm like hey like you're not you're not going to be here forever like use right. writing to get to where you need to get to and then right. the core team is of like there's like five of us five six cool. of us of the people who are like you know doing you know everything from my creative director in the graphics you know me and the music team i head up all of like our live event stuff me and my buddy henry um joe up church does music as well julian does music yeah shane roberts is our creative director lily does music as well um jordan ward heads up the editorial side so i have like a really good like close-knit team of people who just like really really help out in some cool ways so it's awesome that's incredible and i would imagine for you as like the founder of that you are paying forward so much of like elliot and like you're finding yeah. people that you think have the knack yeah. for writing or definitely like, use it and yeah um like giving them the platform yeah. to then go get their a and r yeah job and all exactly that, yeah which is so special yeah yeah kids have gotten jobs because they're rising which is pretty cool that's like that's a it's a blessing like that's impacting culture. It's really cool. Like yeah. that's something that I respect so yeah. much. That's so selfless. Yeah, but bro, and that's we're serving. So we I was talking to a friend last night. Like she was like, "Why are you?" She was like, "She was like, how are you the way that you are?" Mm. And I was just like, "I was like, I live by two very simple rules that I don't think are that trivial. Like I don't think that these rules that anyone can sit here and say, Sam, you're bad for that or you're wrong." <laughs> I told her, I was like, I was like, I just love god a lot and i love people a lot and that's mm -hmm. like i believe that my life is encapsulated in that and like obviously you know i make mistakes and i mess up and yeah. i'm sometimes might not love people as well as i want to but i try to keep that at yeah. my you know focal point like i just love god and i love people well and so far it's worked and i'm gonna just keep doing that until yeah. the wheels fall off so you, that's actually another example like i don't talk about this a ton on the podcast but i think like religion is always there to help people oh yeah and i think there's like kind of the right and wrong approaches to that when you use it correctly just, yeah it's great just off of us talking like i think you set such a great example of like having faith 
in mm-hmm. a good way of like, oh, yeah. you're not out here shoving it down people's Can't, throats, no. but you're just like, this Can't. has been something that's been such a great North Star oh, yeah. for me. And it's inspired you to treat others well yeah, and to 100%. be your best self. Oh and yeah, like, bro. Yeah. I, dude, man, I grew up, I grew up, rad. I grew up in the church and you know, my parents, they never shoved it down. They were like, you're coming to church because we can't leave you at home alone. Like you're coming. <laughs> but they never shoved it down my throat. They were kind of like, hey, like we believe in Jesus. We believe that this is, you know, the way in which we're called to live. And they're like, at the end of the day, if heaven's real, you're not getting there because of us. You're getting there because of your decision. And so they kind of just let me do my thing and, um, you know, went to college and, you know, tried everything that I think the world, I just tried everything. I tried everything that everyone's like, hey, like do that. It'll make you feel good. And I just did everything. And I was like, I still feel a bit empty and unfulfilled. And yeah, one night I have a tattoo on my leg, December 5th, 2017. I just literally heard the voice of Jesus. And he was like, bro, like, let's go. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, I was like, you know what? Like, what else do I like? Sure. And so that was the moment that completely changed my life. I went from being a really like selfish and just like immature and just, just not a quote unquote good person to now, you know, serving people well. And it's actually nuts. Like the, the full, the full circle moment. So my dad's a pastor, but on top of early rising, lyric lemonade label stuff, live shows i'm actually a full-time youth pastor at my church no way yeah yeah no way. which is nuts so like that's that's my i i have like i feel like i'm always taking off like a ha like it's like <laughs> I, I do this like <laughs> and so Scooby-Doo yeah over here, so, so like, oh. yeah man and it's cool so i, I do that full-time as well and youth pastor I, I take care of six to 12th graders and it's cool because i have been so impacted by the love of Jesus, where it's not a love that is contingent on my performance or what I do or mm. yeah, like the mistakes I made, like my past. Like yeah. I mean, bro, we're we're not the mistakes we make. Like we're not, like we are, we're us, right? And so I I just try to make sure that these students know that that when they step foot into, you know, our back room, our youth room, they understand yeah. before any of this religion, before any of this right and wrong or how like I just want you to know that you are loved. And I yeah. think if we just started at that, a lot of the conversations we have following that would be a lot smoother if people just knew like, hey, Dude. like you're really loved. Dude, like setting aside like any religious belief, like what you're saying is just like loving and helping yeah, people. 100%. How could anyone disagree how, how? with that, right? Like, yeah. So I, yeah. I just, I like, I don't want to even like, because <laughs> there's another part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah. I actually really in. wanted to acknowledge that yeah. because I think Thank it's you. cool to see somebody young who like, yeah, like, yeah speaks of god and jesus yeah. and your beliefs yeah. in a way where like yeah i'm like yeah fuck yeah dude. yeah it's like, cool I man just, i yeah. really respect bro that. love like man there's everything i do man paul talks about it in and um in one chapter he just says like the aim of our charge is love that's why it, it saddens me when i see and we're not perfect but yeah it, like it's, it, it's love man like it's, yeah. it's 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 love and we could go on a long tangent but you know, like I said, my life has been changed by love and I want to help change others through love. If it's not love, I don't, I don't really know yeah. how anyone's going to ever listen to you, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why we live in the world we live in is because there's a lot of people wanting to be right. A lot of people, you know, wanting it their way, but mm-hmm. they're missing that one piece of love, which I think is the connector, but we'll, yeah. I'll, we'll I'll write a book. We'll talk about it. Yo, <laughs> I will read that book. I appreciate that. Okay. There's another part of your story that yes. we haven't quite gotten to. Johnny. 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 And I actually want to tell you a story tell me bro segue you into this so it's hilarious that i didn't realize that you guys work so close together it's been a huge piece of my life i feel like you play a game with this podcast of how many times the name johnny minardi is brought up (laughs) however i remember 
when I was the most lost, when I was mm. leaving the label and he had left and I was just like, I don't know what to do. Do I manage artists? Do I start a record label? Blah, 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 blah. He, because back in the day, he started LLR, right? okay. which was his first label. Yeah, I remember. Label yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And that was like his resume to then get his label jobs. So yeah. He gave me this piece of advice and I hate him for all the advice he gives me because <laughs> it's advice where I actually have to go do work. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Think yeah, about yeah, things yeah. and talk about things. Yeah. But he's like, dude, if you want these opportunities and you're not getting them, mm. go start the thing and yeah. prove that you can do it. Shout out. So he's like, if you want to work at a dope label, if you think that labels aren't putting on and seeing what you see, yeah. go start that label yeah. then. If you want that blog that yeah. you wish existed and yeah. you're not getting featured on it, go start that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave me this advice. Love I hadn't it. met you, right? This was just some friend giving a hard Homie. reality yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of started that blog. <laughs> you kind of did exactly that. Yeah, that yeah, advice yeah. that he gave yeah. me. Like you're like, well, I wanted to get my artist exposure. Yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. The crazy full circle moment is this dude gave me that advice yeah. years ago. And that helped me a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he bullied me into starting the podcast yeah. in the most loving way. He yeah. bullied me into starting my label project yep. like, because of that, like, okay, like if you feel like you're that good yeah. and you're not getting those opportunities, yeah. then go make them for yourself. Yeah. So you went and made that for yourself. Yeah. But now you also work with him. Now I work with him. And I think I can yeah. only imagine yeah. that when when that opportunity aligned and he looked at what you were doing, yeah. that job yeah. went to you and not anyone else. Cause before you talked about it, you man, were about it. Man, that's so that's that's wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the story of Johnny goes so much deeper than than just that, right? Because I my dad was like, bro, he's like, until you're making money from music, it's not a job, it's a hobby. Mm. And I was like, that's another nugget. My, my parents just be saying yeah, the craziest crazy. I need to have your parents on the oh, pod. Yeah, they, they will drop, <laughs> they will just speak in parables the whole time. But um, I was like, okay, I need to figure out a way in which I can get paid for finding artists. Cause like, right. this is like, it's, you're you know, serving. I'm serving, you're serving but, I, but, I, but I gotta, yeah. There, but like, like, yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to do my thing. Like I was, yeah, dating a girl, I was trying to, you know, buy a house and junk. I was trying to save up. So I was like, you know, let me try to find a way to make money. And someone was like, hey, you know, I think it was, I think, yeah, my buddy, Nick Miller, he helped me, Golden Kids Group. That's my dog. He put in a good word for John, for me with Johnny as well. But he was like, yeah, bro. He's like, you know, you can get like an A&R consultancy. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, you can literally get paid to like help labels find music. And I was like, no way. Mm. And so Johnny followed Early Rising. Mm. I DM Johnny and I was like, hey man, thank you for following Early Rising um like i'd love to connect at some point like would, would love to connect and he Amazing. was like for sure we talk a bit he gives me he gives me his email i send him a playlist and it's like a 10 song playlist of like songs that i like loved but i wrote like a little mini article for each as to why i felt like they were going to pop off sick in the subject line i was like this is proof as to why i should be an anr consultant for you he brought me on like the next week crazy oh so God. i started scouting for him and this goes back to the fact that love right like love will always be the most impactful force in the world like unconditional love right a love that's not contingent on your performance or how you've treated somebody right like if 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 we treated people like their worst mistake man we're all terrible right and so johnny i'm working for johnny and like early on in like my management days i got really close with arista and another mentor of mine ryan chisholm he i had always wanted to work for arista i was like you know arista's cool like i love the blue vibe i was like this is really cool and as I'm getting settled at Electra, um, wasn't getting paid crazy like much, but as I'm getting paid at Electra, 
Orion's like, hey, bro, like I want to introduce you to, you know, Dave Massey, blah, blah. And started talking to those guys while I'm at Electra. And they were kind of like, hey, man, like, you know, come over here. And, you know, they offered me more money. And being the young, dumb 21, 22 year old I was, I was like, you know what? Like, I do need more money, right? <laughs> like money, money definitely speaks. And yeah. I'm not proud of it, but I left. Like mm. I was with Johnny for three months and then I left. Oh, I shit. left, which, I, yeah, exactly. I, I left. Whoa. I left and Johnny was so cool. He was just like, bro, he was like upward and onward. Do your thing. Like if you ever need anything, like I'm here, we're here for you and left fast. And it was so weird and spent the rest of the year at Arista mm-hmm. and I don't know, somebody just told me to like reach out to Johnny while I was there and like we just connected and chatted and he was just asking me how it was and just being super supportive. And I remember the president of the of Electric called me in like December. I was like, hey, bro, he's like, he's like, what's going on, man? Like, what? he's like, we, we need you. Like, we need you back. And I was just like, dang. And so I finished up at Arista and despite the fact that I left Electra, despite the fact that I literally left to chase more money, despite the fact that I turned my back on them in a sense, right? It's not, it's not that deep, but, no, but you know, the fact that I just, I left, but they still loved me and brought me back. Like that, like that's Jesus to me. I was like that, like that's religion. Like that's yeah. God. Like you yeah. literally brought me back, even though I did nothing for you, even though like it was nuts. And so John, like I, in the same way, I owe a lot to Elliot. I owe a lot to Johnny for just like, he, he didn't believe in me only when I was with him at Electra. He believed in me no matter where I went. And like, that was just so cool and like so impactful. And now, like I told you, like, as long as John is at Electra, I will be at a Electra. Yeah, I, like, I will be, yeah, lesson, like 100%. You know, yeah. It's like you, you invest in the people who believe in you, right? And so, yeah, just like the way in which Johnny has helped me, the way he talks about music, the way, like his track record proves it. Like he's good at what he does. He's yeah. so good. And it, like Johnny just loves music and loves people. Like I just see the through line of just like successful people. It's like just a good person who but like does it right. Y'all you know? remind me of each other though, because every time I talk to him, like, dude, he doesn't care about like the yeah. status, the yeah. chase, the whatever. He doesn't, yeah. the dollars or the, like any of yeah. that is not it. Like yeah. the dude just loves finding music yeah. and growing artists yeah. that he believes in. Exactly. And I hear that in your story oh, yeah. as I'm learning it. I'm like, yeah cool all these like little moments and all that and like yeah you probably left because like to a degree like money you have to survive you have to to pay bills but like that's not why you're here and Mm -hmm. another thing that i thought about as you were explaining this that we didn't talk about that maybe somebody could misconstrue is you did all this writing for lyrical lemonade you put all this time into making early rising you have a team of five to fifteen yeah you don't need to share exact numbers, but like I could assume that somebody would be like, oh, that's your career. Like no. you're fucking loaded because of no. that. Mm-mm. I would imagine no. that that's maybe a break even after, or maybe you're losing money. Yeah, no, I, on, like, I've never, I haven't really made much yeah. from Early Rising. Maybe something to cover some flights. And right, joint, you know? exactly. Like you could break even and yeah. like there'll be things that come in to yeah. cover specifics, but like but up until, that yeah. wasn't like some master plan, make this to make no. a bunch of money. And, and, even, and even right now, like that's not, and clearly I want to be wise about it and smart because now I am like trying to scale a business, but right. the money, like I said, the money will come if you serve and just do cool stuff. You know, yes. I think that's yes. the biggest thing. And like that's what I see in both you yeah. and Johnny. And like, I think that's what I see in all the real ones. Yeah. Like 
it's it's never the first priority. Yeah. It's just the it's the byproduct of yeah. doing what you love 100%. and doing something great. Yeah. And then you get the lawyer that calls you <laughs> because opportunities align. Yeah, yeah, because we got to sit and sign deals and junk. Yeah, like, right. definitely. Yeah. But like, it's not, that's not the intention. And yeah. I think I got that wrong when I was mm. younger. Like, I think wow. I wanted the status more than I wanted the product. Wow. And I think that like, the internet is bad at making it seem like that. Oh, yeah. And then when you really start to find your pocket and what you love, yeah, your priorities realign or you find the people that oh, yeah. you align with. And 100%. You're like, oh, shit. The super successful ones never did it for the check. They did never. it because they loved it. And that's, never. they can put the hours in. They yeah. can put the years in yeah. and grind without the yeah. check because yeah. it's what they love. Yeah. And that's where like I had this moment where I'm like, how did I not know yeah. that y'all were so close yeah. and connected? Because like, these you two are people that i mm-hmm. think set that example so well yeah and like appreciate that call it god yeah. call it the universe yeah. call it anything the fact it's that you divine align, yeah the fact that like this story is tying together the yeah. way it is yeah. is like it's, cool. it, it's it to me i'm like all it's a, this it's right a blessing yeah it's a it's blessing so it's so cool it's cool man like i said i'm i'll always yeah divine timing divine direction it's it's all a thing it's all very very real to me and like i said i'm and yes i've worked hard but yeah. my career has been marked by people's kindness, right? Mm. Like just by people's kindness and mm. selflessness and love. Mm-hmm. And so I think the more that I keep that at the forefront of everything I do, I'll be fine. You know, like I can, I can, I can, I can be done with early rising tomorrow and be like, I'm good. You know, yeah. like I'm good, which I, I'm not going to, like, I got to take this farther mm. what it is. But yeah, I think, I think that you, you hit it, bro. Like that, that's it. Like it's, it's, intention is so big if you lose your intention you lose everything you know like you have to like i and i find myself always having to refocus and recenter and like get back to the mark because sometimes like you said you get jaded you kind of move every which way and you know you need moments where you kind of get you know knocked down a bit to really feel like to get back to the center get back to just to get back to what started this in the first place right serving and yeah. so because i would imagine like we talked about this on a very high level and like all of your values and your principles and this mm-hmm. story is incredible but it's also like what we didn't talk about is the day-to-day of like music discovery like here you are yeah. in a position where a huge amount of what you do mm. hinges on finding new artists finding new yeah. music being a taste maker yeah what a challenge that actually it's is really right hard now where yeah. it's like I was saying this right before we started recording, but it's like, what is this balance between musical integrity mm. and chasing what's hot and what's, you know, TikTok is the easy one to talk about. It's like, cool, you're a tastemaker, early rising, finding yeah. the early stuff, go scroll on TikTok, find the thing that's trending, mm-hmm. yeah. you're done. Yeah. But like that, that's gotta be a weird hard balance for you right now. Like I would imagine you do have hard days where you're like, how do I do, like, what's the point? How do I do this? How do I find the stuff that's early but matters? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's oh, TikTok, man. I love, I love TikTok. It's great. I wish I was on it sooner because I probably would be a millionaire, <laughs> but um, TikTok is great, man. Like it's, it, it's, it's allowed artists to have true independence. Oh, you dude, know, I'm, I'm team TikTok. Team I'm TikTok. Man. I love it, bro. Like I'm on it all the time. I think it's so cool, but, but at the same time, more. it's like, bro, this, this is such a, this is such a, 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 interesting question man because it's like man tiktok is it tiktok blows up songs it's so cool when you blow up songs you get money a label gets money right like you see all those streams those streams are dollar signs right and so it's like would you rather find a song that's moving on tiktok that 
isn't great, that doesn't move you at all, that doesn't make you feel good, that doesn't speak to your soul, but it's streaming, it's doing well. And like the one, like if, if people are listening, that means it's important. I think it matters. Like I'll never sit and downplay the quality of a song just because sure. I may not understand her because it doesn't touch me. But That's I great. think for I like your, that. for your personal like sanity, right? Would you rather chase after a song because it's moving and it'll make your company money, which is important as well because you have to be a good employee. Would you rather do that, right? And sacrifice like your personal taste and like what you really love and like what really, like what got you into music in the first place. Understand TikTok didn't get us into music, right? Like, like it didn't at all. Like t- I did not, I did not join the music industry because of TikTok. Holy I joined shit. the music industry because of music, right? Like because right. of music, because I want to work with an artist who's as big as a Michael, like a Michael Jackson or a Drake or whoever, right? Like yeah. I, I got in it to be because of the art of it, right? Like right. you got being, into it because of a scooter documentary. Exactly. Because of a scooter documentary. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, cause Christina Aguilera's you, like you lost me changed my life. And I was right. like, I want to make songs like that. Right. It like it, it it's it's nuts, man. So I think and I lost my thought with that because I was getting well, you so said deep. There were options, right? You yeah, were like, options. So yeah, like, yeah. You have yeah. now. You have TikTok. Yeah, so you have TikTok, right? We and, embrace it. Yeah, and so so you can chase the thing. And so you, you don't want to so discredit. You can, yeah, you the don't. Song. You, you don't. You don't because like there's an audience. So if there's an audience, you have to clap it up and say, okay, cool. Like people like this, so therefore I have to care. But it's like, would you rather that, right? And sacrifice your personal music taste and what got you, what caused you to want to get into music in the first place, right? Or, you know, do you want to spend your time, you know, finding the artists who are still really, really good, like who are phenomenal, who move you, who can be these career artists, who make beautiful songs, who are amazing songwriters, who really care about the art, but they might not have the viral moments. Like what is going to allow you to sleep better at night? Clearly the TikTok stuff, the like. That'll 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 help you sleep more comfortably. You'll might be in a be house with AC. You'll, yeah, you might have a nicer you know bed, a couch. You might drive a Tesla. But it's like for you personally, you have to ask the question: Where does the value lie? Right? Like what? Like where am I willing to compromise? Right? Like where? Like what is valuable to me? And so I think I think where these kind of meet and like where I want to what I want to find out how I can do is like how can I match the viral moments with just the sheer raw true beauty art filled music that i fell in love with right like how do i take an artist who i believe in so much where the music is amazing and how can i pair that with these really cool tiktok moments and so it's um it's a really hard balance man like it's, it's hard because everything is everything is, oh, this person did this and this person did that. And so it's just trying to, like, it it really comes down to just knowing your why and knowing what's going to cause you to go to bed at night and say that you did some good, you know, in the industry you say that you love so much, right? Like there's, there's so many things, man, but I just know for me, I just, I just have too much pride, man, to not do what I love and not do what I want to do. Like I just, because if that if that's the case, man, like that that's not culture. Like TikTok is culture, but it's like doing what everyone is doing, bro. That's not culture. That's not like you you have to do what you love and right. like make others follow suit as well. So it's just like I know for me, man. I just I, I, I there's so many great things about TikTok. TikTok is phenomenal. It's like I encourage every artist. If you're an artist trying to start your career, 
TikTok is nothing but just gaining fans, right? Yeah. Like if if one TikTok video equates to one fan, that's enough for me to make 10 videos every single day, 10 fans a day, right? Like the artists I work with, I make sure they know I'm never going to ask you to do something that you won't do yourself. If you go on the early rise on TikTok, bro, I'm on there every day doing something, right? Because I'm just like, if I'm sitting here saying the importance of building a fan base, yep. I got to do it myself as well, right? Yep. So it's like, yep. TikTok is so important because you can literally find your fans. And it's like, if that's not enough for you to get on there, I it's hard for me to sit here and say that you would do anything for your career because yeah. it's, it's not about the dances. It's not about, but it's just like, it's like if, if there are avenues that can get you to the place you want to get to maybe a little quicker, like you might not like it. Like the, the, the one thing I, I think we should realize in life is like some of the best things that I've ever done or like the most impactful things that I've ever done for my career, I didn't like doing them. They actually sucked. They were, I just, I didn't like them. Like it took work, right? And so with artists who, you know, complain about TikTok and all, oh, like I wish like, times have changed and like it it sucks and like hopefully we can get back and we can do which is why i'm doing a lot of cool things in live event space now it's like trying to get things back to the way they were but it's like times have changed and we can either you know whine about it or we can you know find a way to make the times benefit us and like yes. help us and so I, I i encourage every artist like there are fans out there who really will like your music but you just have to do your job and just try and get it to them right and i think yeah. that's what that's what tiktok does and Dude. so I, I never want artists to be like, oh, he's telling me to get on TikTok. I'm not like, but it's like, do what you can. Dude, I, I you said that really beautifully. And I think that it's like, it's a tool, but it's not the yeah, tool. It's, it's, it's not a the tool. gospel. Exactly. It's not it. like, yeah, it's not. And it's like, it's a tool to help you. Right. Like you need, like, if you care and if you say you want fans, clearly it's the spot. Yeah. Go get them. Yeah, exactly. But to compromise your integrity and who you are as a person and to exactly. pander to that purely just for the fame or the yeah. cloud or the that's where it's not good it, yeah that's not that's it. where yeah that's where i'd say you're like now tiktok is using you right right exactly you know? it's it's that right mm -hmm. like use it or let it yeah use you. exactly and i think that like it's just a weird place in music and in culture actually past yeah. music where it's incredible if you are a visionary and if you have something to add to the conversation and you create something mm -hmm. new and you try shit, it's yeah. great. I think it's the most fun social platform right it's great. now. You can take yourself the oh, least It's seriously. so much fun. I love the like, junk. I'm on it and I, I love it. Yeah, I have so like, much fun. <laughs> as you walked up, you were telling me about a dude that became Yeah, I saw a TikToker, bro. Yeah. Like, like if, if that's hilarious. I hope you see, yeah, the light skin guy, curly hair, he like drinks these big things and like one gulp. And I saw him, I was like, dang, like, He's a real, he's a real person. That's all yeah. like, that's cool. That's TikTok crazy. is sick. So like that's there, but I just think like somebody else said it in a cool way where they were like, you don't want to become famous for doing something that you don't love. Exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, if you become famous or if you follow it so hard mm -hmm. where you're doing it to get the likes and the views and the followers, but you're doing something that really doesn't represent you, then what's the fucking And you point? shouldn't do it. Yeah. But find if, a way. You, if you use it as a tool and then that can lead back to yeah. real integrity and in mm -hmm. music and art or something that you're trying to say, yeah. I think that that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think about that a lot and I'm maybe similar to you of like, yeah. I'm not the old head shaking a stick at it. In fact, like yeah. I am pushing myself more and more oh, to try yeah. new ways yeah. to tell stories. 100%. I think that I had another, uh, another person on the podcast and their like real main thing is like yeah. they're, they're killing it on tiktok yeah, yeah yeah they're a filmmaker and mm, a storyteller cool. and they have gotten a lot of jobs through cool. it 
but storyteller it, mm-hmm. it teaches people to tell a story yeah tell That's your story part of being yeah. an entertainer you have yeah. to get good at that so yeah. this is a new challenge to exactly do so. yeah um but I, I i really understand what you're saying especially with early rising especially as who you are yeah as like finding early talent and mm-hmm. trying to push the scene forward yeah like it has to have more integrity it has to and it, it has to yeah. like we can't forget what actually yeah we, we we can't forget what got us here man like because all the fluff is gonna it's gonna it's gonna fade away you yeah. know like it's gonna fade away yeah. at some point and as long as we like yeah like you said maintain that integrity i think when it does fade away we'll be we'll be happy you know right. we'll be good right. so yeah yeah man holy dang it's a lot uh a lot man what a conversation dude what a conversation <laughs> that was fun bro that was that was like i appreciate you caring enough about what i'm doing to let me tell a bit of my story man it's 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 a blessing bro like i i really appreciate you man like this is really really cool what you're doing and i i'm just hyped to just follow along this podcast and just see who else you get man super dude, excited i mean it's the feeling is so mutual and it's like part of me loves this because I get to share this story and hopefully your story and you keeping it so real and mm. sharing these things inspires others to go yeah. find that thing. Definitely. But it's also a little bit selfish because yeah. I get so inspired when I get to mm. meet new people and hear yeah. stories like this. Yeah. So thank you for of being course, here. man. You're yeah. one of those people. Thank you, man. Uh, I guess, you know, I'll have a couple guests where it's like, oh, maybe like you're a new name or an artist yeah, yeah, that yeah. I like and I just yeah. want to hear your story. And then there's the people where it's like, I've, I've watched you, I've mm. seen you online. Thank you, boss. I want to hear everything. Thank you. And this was one of those. So thank Damn, you for bro. sharing that. Bro, thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. And no, this is family, man. So anything yeah. I can do to serve you, bro, and your platform, man, this is just, it's really, really cool, man. So thank you so much. Likewise. Really cool. My man. Boom. Done. <laughs>